Hey, 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 everybody. It's me, Tina, your host, and welcome to Flawed and Free, the fastest growing Christian podcast in the DFW. Thank you so much for joining us as we start our new women's empowerment series. And today's episode is titled Boss Babes and Business Branding. I have a very special guest today by the name of Nicole Wright. Nicole is a social media entrepreneur and advocate for women's leadership and owns Savvy and Social, a social media solution for small businesses. So come on, y'all. Let's get it. Hey, 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 everybody. How are you? Thanks for coming back and tuning in to Flawed and Free podcast today. We really appreciate you taking this time out to come hang out with us. Today, we are talking about boss babes, women of wisdom and women of entrepreneurship. I have a wonderful, wonderful guest here with us today. I'm super, super excited. Her name is Nicole Wright. And Nicole Wright is an always networking social media entrepreneur. She's a whiskey lover and an advocate for women's leadership and diversity and inclusion. She works as a program engagement consultant for Acosta and owns Savvy and Social, which is a social media solution for small businesses. She's an ambassador and a regional officer for the Network of Executive Women, and she hosts events, moderates conferences, and is a speaker on various, various topics. Nicole resides right here in Arlington, Texas with her husband, Donovan, her stepson, Elijah, and a Yorkie named Denim. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole's life motto is be ready for all opportunities, especially the ones you don't even realize that are coming your way. So welcome, 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 Nicole. She's actually a girlfriend of mine, and I met her through another friend of mine, and so it's been a joy having her this um, in my life thus far. So I'm going to introduce her. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm super, super excited to be here with you today. Yeah. Hold on one second. Okay, okay, okay. So welcome, Nicole. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so, 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 so excited. So today, today we're talking about women in leadership. We're talking about women empowerment and women in entrepreneurship. And so one of the first things that I wanted to talk to you about today was what what difference do you see in being an entrepreneur and actually working for an employer? Oh, that's a great question because um, I do both, right? Yeah. So yeah. I work um, in corporate America. I'm a program engagement consultant for a sales and marketing agency, but I do um, Savvy and Social, which is my social media business on the side. Um, I think for me, because people have asked me in the past, you know, um, do you do you see yourself doing Savvy and Social full time? My answer to that is I don't I don't know because I I love what I'm doing for my clients for social media but right now it's not at a point to where I can sustain my my lifestyle like I like having my my uh, my benefits and you know I like having that that salary that comes in and I like all the perks of being able to do everything that I do because of my corporate job Um, but entrepreneurship is definitely um, it's been fun it's been a journey it's been a learning lesson for me because I think I started Saving Social kind of on a, on a whim. It was just something that people were asking me to help them with when it comes to social media. And so I told myself, I said, you know, if, if I have eight to 10 people in a two month time span that ask me something about social, whether it's a question, how to do this, how to, what to do about this, can you help me with this? then I've I've got something. And so that's kind of, that actually happened. I had over a two month time span, several people came to me, started asking, was asking just random questions about social media. And um, I was like, okay, this is, this is something that I could see 
myself turning into a business. And so that is kind of how Savvy and Social started. I was already helping people with social media. So I was working with, with Travis and TJ's Catfish and Wings. I was already doing it for my networking organization. So it was it was natural for me just to be able to um, to start it and to turn it into an income uh, for me to, you know, for a way for me to make money. Did I know what I was doing? No. When right. I started my business, I had no idea what I was doing. And so it was one of those things that I had to actually research and um, kind of figure out, okay, what's my first step? Like, how do I go about doing this? Because I wanted to do things the right way. So it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of hard work. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm taking it slowly right now just because I'm still, social media is one of those things that it's always changing. Uh, the, the rules of the land are always, is always oh changing. God. The platforms are always changing. There's always something new that's coming into it. So it's one of those things to where you have to stay up on the trends. Um, you have to be in the know of what's going on and what people are looking for. And then, um, so yeah, it's one of those things that, that I've invested time into learning and getting better at. And you know what, you know, um, when, when you and I met, you know, this, this young lady, she has an, a presence, not just a, you know, you see a lot of people on social media that are maybe nothing like they are in real life. You know, mm -hmm. they post great pictures or they appear to have good, you know, great personality or this wonderful life. But truly what you see with Nicole is what you get, period. <laughs> so, you. you know, that's one of the things that I've respected. And, mm -hmm. you know, as we've gotten to know one another over the course of our short friendship in time, it hasn't been like a 10, 20 year friendship, yeah. but though it's been short, it feels like almost yeah, forever. Absolutely. You know, because we just hit it off. <laughs> Like immediately. Yeah. And so when I when I was able to see your social media presence, I was like, she is bigger than life. Like she is truly bigger than life. Oh, but even you. in person, you know, you're not one that commands the room. No. You're not one that, you know, that um puts on an air or or um frauds and facades and yeah. all that sort of thing. And sometimes I think in social media people portray themselves and yes, we always show our best selves. I mean, come on now. Yeah. I mean that's just the realistic side of social media and how it works. But um all in all, you know, you are truly what you what you present yourself to be. And so I think with you personally, I can speak to the fact that it's authentic. And I think even in the social media world, with as much as we know that, you know, we kind of figure out what's real, what's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's we're still looking for that authenticity. Yeah. We're always looking for that real that real side of people because there's so much of it. Yeah. You know, there's there's such a great influx of influencers and social media strategists and entrepreneurs. And it's a big deal, you know, in digital branding and marketing. And mm -hmm. and when you tapped in, it probably wasn't even. Even what it's doing now yeah. and or even what is projected to be because um i'm new i'm new in the in the area i mean i still i'm the, i'm like the old woman when it comes to like i can text and call and i can do certain things but i have watched you even in certain events you will you will post something click something i watched your little fingers going and you would like literally have it on a story with a with a tag and a line and a and a location. And I'm like, how did she do this so yeah. well? Yeah. How did you get so good at doing that? And just I just practice? Yeah, I mean it's I started doing social media um and before Facebook was even invented. So oh. basically when I was in college, there was a company called College Club. Right. And so College Club came to my university. They were looking for ambassadors. And I was like, OK, this looks like a cool gig. I was, you know, I was in school full time. So I was like, this looks like a cool like side hustle or something that I could do. Sure. And so basically they were looking for people to become team leaders, to build a team, to get people to join College Club. Right. So my job literally was to go around to, to go around campus, take photos of people at their events during their um, during their club meetings, whatever their organizations were. So I would go around campus, take pictures of people, give them a card. And on that card, it said you can find this photo on College Club, but you have to sign up for it. 
Okay. And so I was able to build a team. I was a team lead. So I built a team of people that were, that wanted to be college club ambassadors. Okay. So I had a team of, uh, I think it was five people and I, we, we were getting paid for getting people to sign up for college club. And we had this humongous camera. It was a camera with like a three point, what was it? 3.5 disc. The old disc that you had to put into a computer, you know what, what? I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. No, it was real old school, right? So um, it I was, was a like, really. I didn't even know they had cameras yeah. like that. Yeah. It was an actual camera. It was. Like it that? was a. It was a camera, and you put the the disc inside the camera, oh and then to God. upload the photos, I had to go to the computer lab to and insert the disc into the computer, upload all of the photos that I had taken for that day. My team was responsible for doing the same thing, and people could download the photos that we. Took Okay. And so it, um, I did that for probably about six months. Um, the company actually went bankrupt and, um, I think, I think they went bankrupt and then they were purchased by another company. So that was my first taste of social media because when people started realizing what I was doing around campus, everybody wanted their photos to be uploaded to college clubs so they, they can download them because the camera took really great shots. Right. This was before we had these sophisticated camera phones and stuff. Right. So, um, that was my first experience with social media with kind of managing and leading a team of people who were doing social media. But at the time, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, okay, this is a great, fun, part-time job. Fast forward to now, you know, it's just been one of those things with me with just kind of learning the ins and outs of social media and kind of learning the, the tricks. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I've read a lot of books when it comes to optimizing and engaging with people on social media. So it's kind of all about kind of knowing what people want to see and kind of just figuring out how to um, get more visibility. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's kind of like even where I'm at, you know, in starting my business and it is my side hustle as well. Yeah. I do work um, as a medical provider, but I work on the administrative and the corporate side of things in the hospital. And um, though it has its perks as well, its pros and its cons, mm -hmm. as a single mother, yes, that's where I'm at right now. I really, you know, I need my benefits. I've been in the, my field for 20 years mm -hmm. and there's a comfort level, level that comes with that. And, you know, who knows? We'll see where God takes me in this realm of my life and business. I hope very, very far yeah. in the right time, in the right season. And so um, talking about social media, though, I'm, I'm kind of in a, in a place where it's real foreign um, because I'm building my IQ, like I'm building yeah. my social media IQ. And it's overwhelming, right? When you have an, a, when you're the subject matter expert for something, then there's a comfort level that comes with that mm -hmm. over time. And I think I had gotten to a, not a, Kind of somewhat of a complacent state and I think I did not begin to even put myself um into coming out of that comfort zone until I got laid off yeah and it you know for long for the longest time um I had visions and dreams and ideas of being a business owner um I I've known for years that I wanted to open up my own medical clinic for you know anybody that's known me for a while, you know, when I told them about some of, you know, my vision for my medical clinic, you know, they're like, you've been talking about this for years, you know, but there's a comfort, right? There's uh -huh. a state of contentment that you get in when you get into a business. And so, I mean, when you get to um, where you're established and you start working and you become a subject matter expert mm -hmm. in whatever area of field of expertise you're in. So stepping out into the world of entrepreneurship is foreign it's scary. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that feel the same way. And so, you know, what would you say to those that maybe are like you and I that are doing both? Um, mm -hmm. How can they have, how can they open up the door? A, to have the confidence to step out and maybe, I mean, if it becomes something big, fine, but to step out on, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and what would be the number one thing that you would suggest that they do if what um, do you think yeah i think the the hardest part of starting anything is actually starting it yeah. like taking that that first step yeah. is going to be super super scary yeah. you're going to be terrified because 
you're probably you you know what you're doing you're the subject matter expert you know what it is but at the same time there's a fear of being judged there's a fear of what if nobody buys my product or service what if nobody likes it what if people have negative things to say and all of that is going to happen like there are going to be people who who uh have negative things to say who don't like what you're doing who are judgmental about what you're doing who aren't going to buy your product Mm -hmm. and service who aren't going to like your message or your your post on social media but you just have to be ready for that because you know it's going to happen right and so again the hardest part is just starting it but once you actually do I think then you just kind of see how natural you are at it and then it just becomes really really easy you know because this especially if it's something that you've been doing for a long long time you know your stuff like you you know what you're good at you know your strengths you know your weaknesses but at the same time it's just a little difficult to just be fully transparent and like you said before keep that authenticity to where people believe what you're saying and they they trust what you're saying and so that it takes time to kind of build that stuff up right. when it comes to, especially when it comes to social media, because you're right, there's a lot of people out there so that man. are, you know, saying that they're this, but actually living a completely different life. And it's, it's, it's easy to kind of want to keep up with, with everybody and everything, all the right. things. There's so much out there. There's so many, everybody's an influencer, everybody's a blogger, everybody's <laughs> a vlogger, you know, and it's one of those things to where, there's so much information. There's so much out there. There's so much content that you sometimes don't know what's real and what's not. Mm. And so I think that's one of the most important things on social media is you have to be transparent. You have mm. to show bits and pieces of yourself that make you real. Right. Because, yeah, we could, we could take a ma- 100 million most amazing photos <laughs> as we are dressed up yeah. to the nines, ready to yeah. slay all day. Yeah. But at the all same day. time, you have to be able to show who you are when you at home sitting on the couch, eating popcorn, watching TV with your head wrap on. Right. You know, so I think that's and not to say that that you have to show that, but it's just one of those things you have to show everything in between and you have to be ready for people to be in your business yeah. <laughs> if you're putting your business out there they're gonna, that's, be, in yeah, they're gonna be in your business so you yeah. have to be ready for that so i think again like the most the hardest the hardest part is actually starting it yeah. and then once you do start it you have to put yourself on like a, a schedule and you have to kind mm. of have purpose behind what you're doing because right. especially if you're building a brand on social media right. you don't necessarily want it to be you don't want it to be random you don't want your brand to represent all the things of everything that you do you know so you have to be you have to have some intent and it has to be very purposeful targeted. because it, yeah yeah it has yeah. to be targeted because if yeah. you're if you're putting messages out there that don't necessarily match your brand mm-hmm. then people get confused and they're like wait I thought she I thought this person did this you know so it's you don't want to confuse your audience right so you have to you definitely have to sit down and think about one what you're doing right what you want your goal what's the outcome of this like right. why why you're doing it you want to consider your audience you want to first realize who your audience is right. you know if you're trying to reach mothers or if you're trying to yeah. reach certain demographics you have to know who those people are you have to know what they want and you have to design your messages to specifically target them right um so yeah you, you there's a lot of there's a lot of thought process that goes behind it but again once you start it and you know what you're doing then just do it. Just that's, do it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. You just gotta just put it out there and if see what people say because yeah. you'll get a you get mixed reactions. You'll get people right. that love it, and right. at the same time, you get people that's like uh, and the people that are like uh, you you can't take that personal. Yeah, yeah. I I have found that um you know again you know the world of business. And building a business and entrepreneurship seems so far from what I wanted. I knew I, I knew I had a desire to, as far as the clinic, you know, was mm-hmm. concerned. Um, I never saw myself doing this. Yeah, this wasn't a lifelong dream. This was something that I received in prayer, and I received just kind of like almost it wasn't random, um, but. It was intentional mm-hmm. in the way it came. And I remember, you know, in prayer when I received 
some of the word that I got from God. And I was like, huh? Me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, you, and I'm going to tell you, the first thing that came to me, um, there were several things that came to me in prayer. And he, he, we talked about, you know, we have, you know, I have conversations. We have yeah. old conversations. Yeah. good old conversations. Um, um, you know, and I said, I don't know what to do. Never had an issue being a talker. Mm-hmm. So that's. Anybody that knows me, everybody. The first time I met you, I was like, oh my gosh, she talks so much. (laughs) And I I laughed about that because I was that that very first time I met you, I was sick because I had just had surgery. And so I was I was in pain, but I needed to get out of the house. And um, I met you. I went over to Alice's house and you were there. And I was like, I like her. She talks so much. (laughs) That was that was my my very first time meeting. And that's funny. That's so funny because I think my personality, you either really love me or you just don't. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. just don't. You know, you like, you know. And so I did expect that, you know, coming into this platform or whatever. And I was like, either people are going to be like, I'm sick of hearing her talk (laughs) or they're going to be like, I like hearing you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's with with everything. Like I said, you have to be what, no matter what it is that you're doing, you have to be ready for the the haters. You got to be ready for the people to judge you. Whether you're doing it amazing and you're killing it, there's going to be somebody that says, oh, you know, her lipstick didn't match her shirt, whatever. Right. I mean, something <laughs> random, but it's it's negative, you right. know. So you have to be you have to have a, a thick skin yeah. to be able to deal with that and not want to clap back. Every single time something like that happens, because if you clap back once, then there's going to be other people that are going to come and they're commenting. And so you spend it all your day. You spend in your entire day in this negative space trying to clap back at people. And that's just mm. that's not healthy. Yeah. And, and it can be a turnoff, you know, for people. Absolutely. And, you know, and they're like, you know what? You know, I really like this person, but I know it's been for me. I've seen a couple things with some people I followed, and I was like, "Really? I mean, is yeah. that what we doing? Yeah. You know? And yeah. Then, you know, not that I'm judging them, but I was like, "Oh, that's probably." But not we, do. we do, but we, we do, we can't. That's that's we, natural, know, right? We do. That's, it's it's like, natural to yeah. to to judge and have your opinions about what people are doing, especially if they're putting it out there on social media, because there are certain things that you know. I, I wouldn't put out there just because I'm like, if my mom sees this, right. you know, because my, my mom does not know Facebook from from the book that's on the shelf. Like, okay. she's not on social media like that <laughs> at all. Like, she doesn't have the computer. She doesn't have internet. She has a basic phone. Okay. So, um, so, yeah, it's just like, I, I wouldn't post anything that I would not want my mom that I would be embarrassed right. if my mom saw that saw because it. I do have a lot of other family members and they'll they'll tell my mom oh I saw you know Nicole she was on Facebook she you know had on this really cute dress and so it's I, I get They're I hear stuff cute. like that from from my mom so I know that there are people that are telling her so at the same time I would hate for her to come to me and be like you know what is what is this that you know I saw you somebody told me about you being on Facebook and you cussing and fighting because I you know I do I cuss a lot right, right but right. I don't, I try not to put that out there right. on, like, I try to moderate that because right. yes, that is who I am. I, that's my personality. That's how I talk. But you kind of have to have that switch to know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. For sure. For sure. That's an, that's actually, since, you know, you just happened to mention it, you know, um, that's been an area that I've worked on for myself. Because, oh, potty mouth, potty mouth. And, <laughs> I, you know, and I got it honest. My yeah. mother is, has a, she's, oh, God, it's like 20 times mine. And, you know, you get so used to yeah. that conversation. But as you evolve and you move into different spaces in your life, regardless of what you are doing, you know, maybe professionally. Yeah. When you put yourself out in front of the world and people, like you said, we don't want to judge, but we do. We do. And so literally everything you do, not that you shouldn't be yourself but everything you do does kind of go under scrutiny it does yeah. kind of go under a micro you know uh, 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 microscope a microscope yeah I'm say yeah microphone I'm looking at my microphone <laughs> and you know it goes under a microscope yeah. and so people do kind of pick out you know pick out because people are looking for flaws Absolutely. right people yeah. are looking for something to tear away to take you know to maybe you know make themselves feel better 
exactly. or, yeah. or, or make you look bad, whatever yeah. their intention or goal is. And so I have become more conscious. This is what I'm going to say um, about what I'm saying, not just on social media, on my platforms or in my posts, yeah. you know, but just as a whole, because people do judge when people are making that decision. Am I going to follow this person? Is this somebody um, that I can identify with? Is this somebody that I trust? Yeah. Is this somebody that. And so that vulnerability that comes with people seeing you just for face value. Yeah. You know, it's like, OK, this is this is what I represent. This is who I am and this is where I'm going. And at times things do change they do evolve yeah. and so as I continue to evolve there's things that I used to do that I maybe don't do anymore yeah absolutely um, and so sometimes I think people do understand the transparency of it all so that's part of why flawed and free is flawed and free and that's why I came up with the name because I wanted to meet people in that space yeah because I think we're really afraid, we're really afraid to be vulnerable and transparent to the world. And, you know, with the world, with the world of marketing and social media and all of that, it requires you to literally be vulnerable and in front of the world. Yeah. And awesome. so I did not want, uh, I, I started hashtagging no fronts, no frauds, no facades. And, and I'm going to actually have a t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> I'm working on some merch. Um, Branding. To actually have that. And, 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 and I, it means a lot to me because mm-hmm. I, I want people to be comfortable in the skin that they're in. Yeah. Truly, authentically, organically. I want people to know that it's okay to say no. Yeah. It's okay to just say, you know, this was okay for me. This might have used to be okay for me, but it's not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a new space now. This isn't where I want to be. This is what I want. This is what I desire. And I think we stuff and we suffer in silence because I see you and I'm using you as an example, but not, not literally, but I'm saying you, I see these images Mm -hmm. and I see these things that I compare myself to. And in the area of social media, we, there's a spirit of comparison. Yeah, there is. Right? There's a spirit of comparison. And depending upon your experience and depending upon where you are in that season of your life, um, I've even had to remove myself from social media at times because it was not feeding an area of my life that I may have been struggling in or may have needed support in. Yeah. And so, you know, it can be healthy. You can have boundaries. You can be vulnerable and you can be transparent. But again, there's still some restraint yeah. that you have to use. And so that's what we're kind of yeah, talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Because here's the thing. Nobody is Balance. perfect. Yeah. Nobody is perfect. No. So it's Never one of those things to where, yeah, you have your brand. You want to portray a certain image. You want to put out these positive messages. You want people to know who you are. But at the same time, you have to limit yourself yeah. in regards to what you put out there. Yeah. And it's 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 kind of like you said, it's that boundary and you have to have that balance. Right. Because I think that balance is is really, really key, especially when it comes to you building a brand right. on social media because there is uh that sense of comparison. There is that that sense of oh she 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 posts this on on Saturday, but she's doing this on Sunday. Sunday. You know, so That's it's one of those things to where you don't want to you don't want to put things out there that are that are that are fake that right. are that are fraud you, right. you don't you don't want to be labeled as a fraud yeah. um but at the same time it's just like people want to put their best foot forward yeah. and they want to everybody wants to have a good first impression but it's it's difficult when you're going through things like you're mm-hmm. you're struggling like emotionally or financially or mm-hmm. there's challenges in your life but you're you're smiling on Instagram and everything's roses and <laughs> yeah. rainbows and unicorns but in real life it's 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 suffer right. you know and i think and and i definitely don't want to say that that social media is the cause of of depression or mental health issues. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of times, especially when it comes to 
young girls, um, young boys as well. So when it comes to younger people, younger adults, they're looking at these influencers and these models and Mm -hmm. all of these, these people on social media that they aspire to be like, and they know the things that are going on, going on in their life. And they're trying to mimic mm-hmm. what these celebrities, what the stars, mm-hmm. what the what the popular people are doing, but they can't do that. No, they don't have the the means or the resources to be able to do that. So yeah, it's it's, it's depressing right. <laughs> because it's just like this is what I this is what I want. She has this. She has that. She has this thirty thousand dollar bag. She drives this you know half a million dollar car. I, I want that too. So mm-hmm. how can I? How can how can I get there? Right. You know. So I think it's the the we have to teach, especially our kids, the yeah. the younger generations, yeah. because we have to teach them. You know what what you see isn't always what what, what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what all the the struggles that she had to go through hmm. to start. You know she has a successful business now. But you don't know all the challenges right. that she went through to get from point A to point, point Z, B. you know, yeah, that she may even still be going. Through. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that. So I think that's as an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. as someone and, and I'm not going to say I'm because I'm definitely not an influencer, mm-hmm. but I think that's the reason that it's important to put to keep it real and to make be as authentic as you can on social media because it's it's other people are watching when when nobody's in the room there's somebody that's watching there's somebody that's scrolling through your feed there's somebody that's looking at your facebook pages there's somebody that is watching everything that you do so you have to you have to be authentic well you know what and and you're right and i actually disagree with you not being an influencer because um, it depends upon your definition of what an influencer is. I believe we are all influencers. Yes, that's true. Whether we're yeah. on a platform or not. Yeah. Um, and because some of us are influencers in our families, mm-hmm. some of us aren't on social media and don't have a podcast or a platform or a business necessarily. But we all influence someone or a collection of people yeah. somewhere along the path of our lives. Now, whether that's positive or negative. I don't know. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But we are all, but you know what? We, um, if, if you've ever listened to any of my, my um, podcast, mm-hmm. my first one was, everybody's got a title, but what yes. is your name? Yeah. And, you know, I talked about the name and where it came from and I talked about titles and I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. Now, now granted, you, you got to call something by name. Yeah, right? that's okay, true. Everything has a name and the name is, your name is based on who you are, your character mm-hmm. and all these other good things. Um, but your title changes, right? It does. And if, and if I live underneath a title, then I've just put myself under a limitation. Yeah. I've just put myself under, you know, so I identify as many things. You are an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Look at you. You are a, um, a, a business owner. You are a wife mm-hmm. you are a mother mm-hmm. so, uh, so you're a stepmother yeah you have children yeah yeah and you have lots of roles mm-hmm. and if we put ourselves and limit ourselves under one title then we really limit ourselves to our capability and our potential to do so much more yeah and so as an influencer for me I believe that influencers are people anybody that contributes or or complements um, people's lives in some way, shape, fashion, or form. Yes. And so even if it's intentional or unintentional. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. And I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. It's the same with, with leadership. Like, I don't think you, you don't have to be um, a director or a manager or a VP or mm-hmm. an actual people manager to be a leader. Like yeah. the leader can be the person that volunteers for the uh, community service organization who is helping everybody come together. Yeah. So it's one of the, it's a same thing with with leadership and so when i say i'm not an influencer yeah Yeah. you know but Uh i'm just saying like as far as like social being a social media influencer Mm -hmm. those are you know the people that title yeah those are the people that have millions of followers who um get paid for for you know sponsoring or get paid for partnering Mm -hmm. with different brands Mm -hmm. and helping promote those brands and stuff and even though like i i do a lot of that because you know i I host whiskey events i uh do a lot of work with my with network of executive women but it's one of those things for me I don't I even if I was 
like considered an influencer. Right. I, for some reason, that term to me, like recently, has become a little negative. Yeah. Just because it's it's. Yes, I want to influence positive things and right. I want to I want to be that person that can recommend something and people take my recommendations right. and and run with it. But at the same time, I think there are some negative con- connotations that have come right. with being an influencer recently just because people are saying I was just reading an article right. the other day when they were talking about um, influencers are entitled. Like they feel like true. they they say, you know, I have I have so many followers. So yeah. if I come to your restaurant, you can I can I eat for, for free? free. Mm-hmm. I need to eat for free, and I'll give you a shout out on my Instagram. On my Instagram. And as an entrepreneur, you you know the struggles of of having to make money. Like you're not right. in, you're not in business to sell or to have your product or service given away That's like right. you're trying to your goal is to make money That's right. and so for an influencer to say oh i'll give you a shout out if you give me free food right they're like no <laughs> like i don't i don't need i don't yeah. need that they've given it they've given it a bad name and the yeah. social media title that has come with influencers yeah and some of the abuse of power um or or fame yeah or whatever they want to call them sense of entitlement and all yeah. that stuff you know it's they crazy. have not used it in a good because true entrepreneurs are leaders yeah, you know, and true uh, true entrepreneurs have a passion for what they do, mm-hmm. and it's not really necessarily based upon the productivity, but it's based upon the need of the people, yeah. right? So you provide services and you provide you provide goods and services that will actually help somebody, right? Yeah, and so um, that's the whole goal of being an entrepreneur because you're fixing a problem, you mm-hmm. have the solution to a problem that yeah. helps people, and so like you said, there are people that in, their intent into going into business is not always it's for their own self self gratification it's for their own way Mm -hmm. to build themselves and gain notoriety and it's not for the people but when you're when you're an entrepreneur and you're providing a service to people that are in need then it doesn't become work anymore yeah you know and so um influencers like you said that from the social media titling standpoint have given it a bad name yeah and so you're right yeah i agree with you as well yeah and see, not all, not all not all influencers yeah. are like that. Right, but true, true, yeah, true. I've just seen but they're, they're a few building. articles, yeah, recently <laughs> yeah. that have been written saying, you know, I've that they're that. that they're you know they're entitled, and everybody yeah. everybody wants something for free. But yeah, I know, at right? the same time, I think it's it's understanding the importance of supporting an entrepreneur mm-hmm. by saying instead of saying, hey, give it to me for free, just I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to you, I'm gonna buy this product. Right. And I'm still going to tell my followers or the people that follow me on social media mm-hmm. about this product because I want to support you as an entrepreneur. Not I think people don't, they don't, um, I'm not going to say not everybody supports the way that they should, but support doesn't always come in the form of money That's and true. buying something. And support comes in the form of sharing something on social media it's like sharing sharing your podcast for example sharing an episode telling friends about it liking commenting all of that kind of stuff that people talk about on social media that stuff is important because what that does is it's telling there's a whole algorithm thing that goes on with social media and so it's it's one of those things that that nobody really understands (laughs) it's hard to figure out but there's um a time of the day, there's a day of the week, there's all yeah. these things that tell you when you should put content out right. on social media. What people don't realize is when you log into your social media and you start to, to like and you start to comment on posts, that actually not necessarily boosts that post, but that gives that post a little bit of cred right. to where more people see it. Right. Right. And so it's that thing that kind of even like if I log into Instagram and I find your 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 podcast, one of your podcast posts, I like it. I comment. I tag a friend. That friend sees that tag. They come to that that post. If they do that and if you have a series of people that do that, then you're able to one boost your following two boost your engagement. And that's kind of where that's a great way that takes five minutes and zero dollars to yeah. be able to support an entrepreneur. Yeah. 
So before I under even before I even understood that, mm-hmm. I understood it for I'm, I'm understanding because I'm still in the process of learning and I'm in a huge learning curve yeah. right now. Um, but before I knew that, I just supported people because I just genuinely did. Yeah, like there was no there was nothing. And so as I'm understanding or trying to understand how these algorithms work, I'm like, is this a setup? Is yeah. this you know? Is this is this the you know? We think it's supposed to work for you. Yeah. But I'm like, this is working against us. Yeah. Who does this? And I think a lot of times people just some people have that that support mentality when it comes to social media. So they right. just they they know they get it. You post something on Facebook, you share it, you invite somebody to to watch, watch. the podcast episode or whatever it is that you're doing. Like some people just get it. They do that naturally. Great. But other people, you kind of have to ask them or tell them, you know, you kind of have to encourage them, not necessarily encourage them to support you, but you have to kind of tell them like, you know, you could do this, but this is a great way you you can support me. You may not, you don't have to buy, you don't have to buy my product or my service or whatever it is, but this is a great way for you. So a lot of times you just have to encourage others to support you in the way that's going to be beneficial for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. You're right. Because, of course, you know, you and you find out quickly who supports you and who don't. Yeah. But and <laughs> you now get, you get ghosted. Yeah. You get ghosted real quick. People you used to see, you don't see them no more. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and what's crazy now is so that recently, like Instagram took off the, the likes. Yeah. That the I still likes. see them, though. You and see you see them for you, for me. your for your post. Okay. You can't okay. see the likes. So if, if I post something, you wouldn't be able to see how many likes my post has. Cause it used to say you'll log in. You, whenever you used to log into Facebook, you, and you click on one of my pictures or whatever, it would tell you such and such and 62 other people liked this post, right? It would give right. you an actual number. Now you don't see that. Is it, you know what? And I'm going to take, I'm going to look at my phone while we're talking now. You don't because see that because the thought process behind that was that people were. So how do I get to see, like, for instance, how do I still get to see those likes? Sorry, y'all. I got her looking um, at my phone. <laughs> have you updated your Instagram lately? Oh, maybe that ain't. Maybe that's what it is. I maybe. I'm like, how do I get this? Yeah, because my thing, mine looks, mine looks completely different. Because my, because the, the thought process behind that was, you know, people were living for likes you know it was yeah, it's right, one of those right, things right. that people you know you post something i was like okay you, you post something you check it in two minutes to see how many likes you have you check it in five check it in ten and it's like if nobody likes the post then like, that person's oh, feeling like oh this wasn't this i shouldn't have posted this or whatever you know and so they started and with the algorithm two people probably saw it <laughs> yeah well i mean and it's just it's one of those things where like they started doing that uh like overseas they they took away the likes in other countries first and then they so they've recently taken away the likes for the u.s and so now in instagram influencers they were first having a fit about this because they're like you know if how how am i going to live now because Girl. people aren't able to see how many people like my photos i mean like like literally on the t- on, on on the yeah. edge of the limb like about yeah. to jump and I'm so like, it was a, it was a big deal but i i agree and i think that the the thought process that instagram had behind it was just because you know it's you, you if you feel beautiful in this post and you post this picture of yourself just let's just say it's a selfie and you like it and you post it that's what matters. That's what matters. Like if if you have thirty two hundred followers and all thirty two hundred followers like this post, okay, cool. But what is that? That kind of validates, I guess, you if you if that's what you're looking for. But if nobody likes the picture, that doesn't mean that your worth is any less is than any it less. did, or no. your and it shouldn't destroy your confidence. No. And so now you have to do a little work to find even to see how many people have actually liked your own photos. So if you post something on, on Instagram now, you can see how many people like it, but you have to actually like tap on 
the the analytics or you have to tap on something underneath the picture to be able to see that oh okay. it doesn't show you automatically yeah i'm still i'm i'm not the most technologically <laughs> savvy person i'm really working on that because yeah. i have to now because it's a part of business yeah yeah and it's a so lot. like i opened up that analytics insight deal and yeah. i was like are you freaking kidding me yeah the, and the crazy part is it, I deal with metrics all day long. Yeah. I deal with, I mean, that is what I do on the corporate side of life. So I understood like what this was, but at the same time, it was the other side of social media I had never seen. Yeah. I was just the person that posted selling me, hey, exactly. you know, and the kids and push, keep it pushing. Yeah. And so in business, it is the biggest way. It is the biggest marketing. I mean, I don't really, that's free. This is the, yeah. the way, period. It is. You know, it is. We don't even have phone books anymore. We don't even have a lot of the old ways that we used to do marketing and stuff. That's like yeah. gone away. And then even think about like when you're when you're looking for something. Say you're looking for because this was me the other day. I was looking for a holiday dress, and so I started with Google. And then I went straight to Instagram and I, and I searched holiday dress and I found all of these accounts and these gorgeous dresses. And so it's, it's a new way to find services, Everything. businesses, whatever it is that you're looking for. Right. Um, it's a quick, easy way just by using hashtags, searching locally. Um, think about all the things that like Facebook does. So there's a Facebook marketplace right. where you can, where people can actually, buying, they're, they're sell selling, goods. buying, selling and buying goods from Facebook marketplace. And now Facebook has a dating service or something. I haven't yeah, seen I it. Yeah, I don't know. I saw that. I saw it pop up and I was like, girl, I got yeah. enough trouble in my DM. <laughs> Look, exactly. Exactly. I haven't seen that. I mean, I, I guess it's yeah. good trouble to have. I'm not complaining yeah. to some degree, yeah. but I'm just like, no, And so, interested. so yeah, think about all the, the different things that the, all, all the different components of, let's just say Facebook, for example, because there's so much that's on there where you can, you know, you, you have the, the watch where you can watch the, um, the live stream videos and it has oh, yeah, yeah. all these different all these different things and services inside of, of Facebook to where basically whatever you're looking for on Google or whatever your search engine of choice is, you can literally find on Facebook and it could be ten minutes down the street from you because somebody is selling that exact thing on um, a marketplace. Yeah. And then think about how many times you've actually searched for something in Google and then all of a sudden you see that thing because yeah. you told the shoes right <laughs> you shoes. see that thing pop up as a sponsored but, ad but I never looked for the shoe I'm like, okay you. so so that was like I couldn't wait to text you I was like we went to it was your birthday brunch, yes and we went to brunch and she literally had these like fabulous shoes on but she's a fashionista y'all when y'all go to her website you'll see what I'm <laughs> talking about you'll be like oh my god Anyway, she had these fabulous shoes on, and I was like, oh, my God, girl, those are so cute. They're so adorable. Yay. Go home that night, and the freaking, we took pictures, Yes, though. we took we pictures, pictures and I told you. But weren't in the pictures. No, really? but I told you where, I told you the website that I got the shoes from. And in I, my text? It was I don't a, think it was in your text message. I think I said it. I don't, yeah, I think I said it. Oh. And I may have showed you the actual page on Instagram. Okay. And then whenever we took the photo together, I tagged you in the photo. So that, Girl, I'm telling I you, know. like, I think I literally, I don't want to say our phones are listening to us, but <laughs> I, I, I really do think they're listening I know, sometimes. I makes because, you wonder, because yeah. I was like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm totally yeah, convinced it's just, because I did not look for this shoe. I didn't Google this yeah. shoe. I'm just scrolling through my phone and there's your shoe. I yeah. was like, <gasps> it was like the same exactly. day or yeah. maybe the next day. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. It's crazy. Yeah. Up with this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so social media is becoming the way that people shop. Yeah. The way that people way look for services, look for businesses. Think about the recommendations on Facebook because, you know, you can, I search Google all day for just for different random things. Right. But if it's something that is super important that I'm looking for, I'm going to trust the, 
responses and the recommendations from my friends. Right. So Facebook has a thing where you can go on and you can you can ask for recommendation. I'm looking for a photographer. Oh, right, right. And um, your friends will respond with the name of the photographer, the pay, their page, whatever it is, and you can choose from that from that list because right. when you're looking for something that, like I said, that's that important, you trust the um, the feedback that you get from your friends who have used that service before over you just googling something and finding out their information. Right. Yeah. Would you, uh, would you, in your savvy and social, would you consider yourself like a social media strategist, or how do you define your your business? Strategist, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I help put together a strat- strategy for okay. for social media, especially if I'm working with the client uh, on a full time basis, okay. uh, because a lot of most of the people that most of the clients that I work with, these are people that that are on social media. They understand the importance of being on social media for their business, but they either don't have time or they don't know how to do it. Okay. You know, because it does take a little bit, it takes a lot of time to actually build a brand on social media and get the followers and stuff up. Um, so we'll just take my, my hairstylist, for example, Timbaland Odin, mm-hmm. um, at Timbaland Odin on Instagram. So I started working with her because she does, she specializes in short hair. She's in Arlington. Oh, she and um, gorgeous, she girl. had a ton of pictures and like she, she she was, she was on Instagram and she was on Facebook, but she's, she's a mom, she's a wife, you know, she has all these other responsibilities and she's behind the chair all day long. And she's super fly. And the last thing she wanted to do was just, you know, to, to go home, you know, pick up her kids, go home. They have to do the homework to do the dinner Mm -hmm. thing, all of that. Mm -hmm. And then spend a lot of time on social media to, to build her business. And so, um, work. Exactly. It is a whole lot of work. So, so basically I, I run her social media accounts for her. And so it's, it's been uh, a lot of fun and just to see like her brand grow on social media and then for her to get different opportunities. So she was featured in uh, voyage Dallas magazine. She's had interviews with, um, what was it? There was a, um, another, a, another brand on social media that reposts short hair. There's several brands on social media that repost just short haircuts. So she's been reposted a lot of times by some of those super popular accounts. She's had um, mm-hmm. interviews with uh, different media outlets on, you know, her, her techniques, her styles, what she likes, what she doesn't like. So that to me has been, it's been a lot of fun just to kind of see her, her brand grow on social and her business grow. Because a lot of people, whenever she has new clients, she asks them, you know, where did you find me? And they're, most of them say either a style seat, because that's how she books. So either style seat or Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Cause people are, you know, people are looking for Short, short hairstyles, right. makeup. You think about how popular uh, makeup bloggers oh and God. the people that makeup artists are on social media. Because yeah. I can tell you, like I was looking for, as I was looking for a holiday dress, I was actually looking for makeup as well. Somebody to do my makeup. Yeah. And then if I didn't find anybody to do it, I was going to find a tutorial so I could do it myself. Right. Yeah. But luckily I found somebody to do it because it would take me hours Girl, <laughs> to do what she did yeah naturally yeah, beautiful yeah. Thank naturally you. Thank you don't need anything at thank all thank you but yeah so you you got some receipts then yeah yeah social gossip yes. receipts Girl, yes. you better call it out call the power it out. the power of social media is is insane because yeah. i literally when i think about a lot of the opportunities that i've gotten personally for for work for my networking organization all of that basically started through social media. So um, several years ago, before I was really, really involved in the network of executive women, I was taking, they have an online um, webinar series called Leadership Academy Sessions. So I was taking those sessions um, and I was actually tweeting messages during those sessions about the session, you know, and so I had one of the... um, ladies within the network of, of executive women who actually work there reached out to me and they were like, oh, you know, we saw that you were, you know, tweeting during the session. Thank you so much. And we started talking about social media and then um, attending. I attended one of the I think it was a leadership summit. I actually met this person in person at the summit and we we talked. And so, you know, it's, it's all about networking, networking. But at the same time, it's all about putting those messages out there and 
supporting other people and so from those series of tweets and some of the things that I was doing within the networking organization I was asked to actually speak at a conference just because of that relationship starting from those tweets so I was able to build a relationship with some of the women within the organization just by doing that like that one thing was the starting point for everything else that kind of snowballed into me speaking at a conference to me you know winning awards for social media all of that so it's just like you have to you you just got to put it out there and you just you just won an award didn't you yeah so this year i was um so i'm the ambassador for my company for network of executive women and so i was one of the um 2019 Ambassador Impact Award winners. Yes. Yeah. And so during that yes. um, that conference was the Leadership Summit this year was in Atlanta. And so during the announcement of the award, they mentioned my social media work because I'm still doing social media right. for our organization regionally. And then during the conference, I was the actual social media correspondent for the entire <laughs> conference. So yeah, it's just it's it's fun for me, and it's it's like I have all the the tools. Every I'm on my phone all day, so I have I yeah. have all the tools and all the things to make it work. So That's yeah, so yeah, well, it's exciting. Proud of you. Thank you. Thank I you. I mean, not that you even need me to tell you that. Yeah. But it's an honor. It's an honor to be your friend. Yeah. Thank and, you. And Thanks. and I hope and I pray that everything that God has for you, you receive that. Yeah. In an exponential form absolutely because you truly do deserve it you're a great person Thank you're you. an awesome woman of god but i just pray that everything that you put your hand to that he truly 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 does bless it yeah tenfold. i take so, it i receive it yes 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 thank you but thank you so much for coming and visiting today yeah and talking about your digital media strategies and savvy and social yeah. and your work as a leader in, in uh, women's empowerment with NEW and so you can check um, check Nicole out go ahead and tell them where they can find you yeah so I do have a uh, website it's savvy in social.com um, that just kind of gives you a little bit more information about what I do like what my what my social media services are I'm also on of course all of the all of the socials um, I'm at savvy in social one the number one Instagram Facebook Twitter and then savvy Mrs. Wright uh, again Instagram Facebook Twitter Snapchat a little bit. I hadn't really gotten into. There's so many more. There's TikTok. There's so many things now. There's so many websites and apps and things that people are on. But um, but yeah. So I'm super. Again, thank you so much for for having me. Super excited to be here. And again, like excited to see this, all of this come into existence. Because you know, whenever Tina and I first met, it was just <laughs> she was a medical service provider. Yeah. And not to say just that, but yeah. you know, that's that's what you were doing. Yeah. And then. And um, you shared all of these ideas and all these things that you wanted to do. And I was like, you know what? Do it. Just, you know, some things, sometimes you just have to stop. You have to step back and you have to kind of evaluate what makes you happy and what's important to you. And I think when you do that and you you do that with, with purpose and with the intent of keeping yourself happy and making sure that you are doing the things that make you happy, then everything else falls into place, you know? So, and a lot of times it's, it's those times where we've been laid off or those times where we're struggling at work or those times where, you know, things aren't going the way that we are expecting them to go or wanting them to go or think they should be going. It's during those times we find out exactly what our calling is. Exactly. Exactly. You find out how strong you are. You realize what you can do with what you have and using your resources and then you see what what the vision is as far as what you are supposed to be doing. I agree. I agree completely. You just got to follow that. I may mention a little bit earlier about I never did, you know, go into detail. I like this to be about y'all and just about everybody out there. Yeah. Um, but just real briefly, um, part of how I stepped out on faith and to the world of entrepreneurship was from old, some, you know, a few old dreams and some new visions that mm-hmm. I kind of put together and decided that regardless of what I could see in the natural, 
that I was going to step out on faith. Yeah. And I was going, even though I didn't know what to do, how to do, how to start it, I'm still learning. And so I wanted to empower and encourage those of you that are out there that if you have a dream that's gone dormant, if you have a vision that has gone, you know, and been delayed or something like that, that it's never too late. Each day that mm-hmm. God gives us is truly a gift to do it again. Yep. And that's why it's called the present. Right. Mm-hmm. And to try it all over again. And so even when you don't know how or when or who he will put the right people in place and if you just take one step and then you'll get the next step and then you'll get the next step and you just and it won't all be perfect but you just you live and you learn and you grow and you just you know learn from those mistakes and you just try it all over again and so I'm even in that particular space and I would have never imagined myself doing what I'm doing at the moment but there's still so much yet to come I have aspirations to do some public speaking and I have some book aspirations. Put as it well. out there. You, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Put, it Put it all out, out there because yes, I don't. Yes, people ma'am. don't understand the 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 power of their own voice as yeah. well. Because when you say things that, as far as what you want to do, and you you share now, you can't share your vision with everybody because not everybody's going to be able to see it mm-hmm. and or take it and receive it in a positive way. But at the same time, whenever you put it out there in regards to what you want. You don't realize that that's you putting that into the universe and then it coming back full circle. And it may be five, 10 years down the road, but you're getting or you're in that place that you've prayed about or that you asked for. You're actually doing that. And so whatever it is that you want, put it put it out there. Say it out loud. Yeah. Say it out loud. Write tell tell your support system. Yeah. Don't just tell random people on the street because oh, no. that 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 sometimes can backfire on you. <laughs> but tell tell your support system. Tell the people that are closest to you in regards to to what it is that you're working towards, what it is that you're doing, yeah. and they may randomly support you and, and bless you along the way. Yeah. But then whenever you you are actually doing the things that you said you wanted to do, then you can look back and say, wow, this is exactly what I prayed for. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That I was, um, it was a humbling experience for me. I've been in my field almost 20 years, not quite 20, um, around 18. And, um, I have four degrees, glory to God and a whole bunch of student loan debt. (laughs) You and me both. Let's not forget (laughs) that. But, um, yeah, I, I just looked up one day and, um, was laid off. Yeah. And I'm 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 in I'm a nurse practitioner and I've been a nurse. I'm a nurse plus is what I like to call myself because you never stop being a nurse. You have to be a nurse first before you could be a nurse practitioner. But either way it goes, this I'm I'm in a field where it was considered job security, right? It mm-hmm. was like, Oh, go be a nurse, go be a doctor, go be a lawyer, you know, you will always have a job. Mm-hmm. And even for what for those that maybe know about you know that our nurses are not or whatever that was just like one of those career choices yeah you'll always have a job I've even heard people say you'll always have a job well that's not true that's not necessarily true and so you know businesses are just what they are I work for a corporation <laughs> it yeah. is a business at any given day if they fold then I fold you get what yeah, I'm saying absolutely and I didn't really truly understand it was like oh I went to school and I have these credentials and I have these degrees and I have this experience and I and I lived on that mm-hmm. was like, oh, you can't tell me nothing. Yeah, can't yeah. nobody tell hey, me nothing. Hey. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I know when I hear this again, I'll be like, because I don't have a voice at all. But anyway, you know, you know, we love trap. Yeah. Pretty girls. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) All day. Anyway, Lord's still working. Lord's still working. (laughs) Leave me alone. Leave me alone. But it was that that really humbled me. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. So you mean all these years of experience, all these degrees, and all of this, and I'm sitting here jobless and with some of us that are working for jobs and corporations, even when you are a six-figure chick, I remember the day before I got to making six figures, and that was my goal mm-hmm. and my aspiration in life. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Because that was like the perceived goal 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I want to be a six-figure chick. I want to be, you know, I want to be in six figures. And then you get there, and you was like, this is it? Yeah, Look. that's all I get. No cookies. <laughs> like, no. This is what I've been working my whole yeah, life yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. 
to be here yeah i ain't no better than where i was and so you know my money my problems right and and no and no offense to myself or anybody that's worked hard and, and is making six figures or not but i thought to myself this is what i thought the ultimate goal of life was yeah i make six figures you have a family you have kids you do this and you're gonna live this life happily ever after not so true maybe for some not for me and so that particular situation was so humbling i began to look at life so differently mm-hmm. i was talking about those dreams that had gone dormant i was talking about those thoughts and ideas and it was because it was like i spent all this money in school i went through this i did this i need to stay loyal and committed to what i've started yeah. right yeah and so i thought that i was going to retire i may even still retire still being a, ser- a medical service provider but I began to see life in a different light. Yeah, yeah. And I said, you know what? There are some things that I've always wanted to do that I kept pushing in the back burner because the job and the career took priority over some of the things. And it was because it was fear. It was because yeah. I didn't know how to do it. It was because I didn't know who to reach out to. And I have almost been literally flooded with resources since stepping out on faith to start this business. Yeah. The the people like such as you that were literally right under my nose mm-hmm. that I would that I was friends with that I hung out with that I talked to and I was just in this box I was in this box of where I was comfortable and I was in this box where I was the subject matter expert and I had built up so much credentialing certifications and that in that area of my life I sat high Mm -hmm. you know and so to go from that high area to go over here Mm -hmm. where it was completely something I didn't know anything about it was a foreign land it was like starting from ground zero yep and it was like here's all these influencers here's all these social media strategists. Here's all these entrepreneurs that are leaps and bounds ahead of me and I have no idea how to get there. Yeah. But I'm starting at ground zero and I was like, okay, this is possible to do. Absolutely. I can actually live my dream. Yeah. And so I want to encourage anybody that is listening that may have had a dream or a vision or something and they've let their maybe their responsibilities to their families or to their children, to their communities or even to their ministries, whatever it is Mm -hmm. do not go to sleep on what it is that you want to do if you desire to be an entrepreneur I don't care if you're slinging cookies I don't care (laughs) if you're doing her I don't care if you're one of 10 million that's selling bundles you know whatever it is that you have a desire for if God is giving you the desire for it he will open up the door and make the provisions to get you where you need to go yeah so in prayer and in faith he will support you and send the right people in place to get you to the next place so you know I just wanted to say that um, you know, as we kind of tag ourselves out, I thank you so much again for coming. Absolutely. And thank you guys so much for coming to Flawed and Free and listening to another podcast. Your support is so, so greatly appreciated. I am your number one hope dealer in Dallas, Texas, serving up word and wisdom. You can find me at www.theflawedandfree.com or you can check me out at any of the social media platforms Apple iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. I think I caught them all. Oh, I'm on Twitter as well, but I don't know much about Twitter. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to tweet. I think I might have one or two followers. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you. Anyway, anyway, God is good. Be blessed until the next time, y'all. Less of me, more of you. Free to be me, flawed and free. Be blessed, y'all.